we're like one in what five trillion sperm that made it like whatever the number is i can't remember the last time i actually counted sperm i'll go (laughs) i'll go count after this and let you know i'll report back on the exact number grab your uh what is it called Welcome to another episode of Girl Go Feed Yourself. Why are you laughing? <laughs> I, I got the because giggles. Spent, that's because we just spent 40 minutes trying to re-record this after getting 20 minutes in or however long it was. Yeah. And not being able to uh, hear one another. Thank God I called that because we almost went, we would have gone an hour without you actually yeah. recording. Yep. It would have been uh, a huge bummer. <laughs> technical difficulties i've migrated from the bathroom floor to the bedroom floor now because the tile started to hurt and uh (sighs) you know just proof that you don't have to know everything (laughs) we just figure it out figure it out as you go figure it out as you go like anything in life um we're still recording remotely that's why i was on in the bathroom and now i'm in a bedroom because that's where privacy is right now with where i am yeah so. Because you're still out and about in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Philly over the weekend. Um, yeah, not much to say about Philly. I'm not a big. I don't like Philly. Not gonna lie. Sorry if there's anyone here who lives in Philly, but um, it's very brown and there's just nothing about it. I don't know. Maybe it's me, but there's there's a lot of cities I've gone to lately that just don't stand out to me they all kind of seem the same yeah there's no like va va boom there's no architectural difference there's no um real cultural difference there's no especially in a place like philly where there's not a lot of like great scenic views either mm-hmm. it's very it's very industrial dare i say more industrial looking than baltimore so oh, yeah at least like baltimore has its waterfront and its kind of charm yeah crabs obviously it's charm city charm city um yeah i was there for the weekend just for fun glad to be back though not gonna explain why (laughs) on this podcast just yet amanda knows why i'm glad to be back um (laughs) but did have a really good dinner at the four seasons there opened a new restaurant it's a fish restaurant and i cannot remember the name of it um but it was good. We had like squid ink pasta and oysters and really good sea bass dish. So I really went to Pescatarian Town. Sounds good. On Friday night. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. Uh, I love squid ink pasta for some reason. Um, because it's fucking delicious. <laughs> <laughs> There's. Have you been to Rafa Daughters here yeah. in Nashville? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have a squid ink They do pasta. have a squid ink pasta. It's so good. Like, yeah, it's so good. I mean, so good. it's kind of like if you're fucking up a squid ink pasta, then you shouldn't be in business. Like, don't offer it on the menu. Right? Because question. that's like, it's one of those dishes that's extra, you know, like fancy. If you don't know what you're doing with that, you should not be doing it. I mean, I'm more curious how they get the squid ink. Like, not how they literally get it. Obviously, I know where what squid ink is, but how it's like packaged and sent. Yeah. When you said that, 
like my brain instantly went to like a guy chasing a squid like, <laughs> like trying to ink it yeah <laughs> they probably <laughs> kill the squid squid and like extract things which is sad maybe they yeah. could milk it like a cow <laughs> <laughs> like pull its tentacles Eight, eight at a piss, time. Piss it off enough, it'll ink you. <laughs> well, that seems... Um, my brain just went in the gutter. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I see. I, like, really went right there. You set yourself up. I was like, I did. well, piss anybody off and they could... Uh, <laughs> or man, piss a man off and he might oh. ink you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my uh, God. We're going to make this one a little bit short and sweet today because we just wasted an hour of our lives trying to record in the first place. Um, but, yeah, how was your week? Uh, sorry, I'm yawning all of a sudden. Um, all of a sudden. It, this whole journey. It was, it's, like, uncontrollable. Um, yeah, this week was pretty good, you know. It's the season. Tis the season for fitness. Wait, um, we have another season? I just got out of a season and now we're in a season? <laughs> oh, yeah. There's always a season. Oh, in God, April, in April, it's Amanda season because um, it's my birthday. It's, oh, my God. Guys, we're not going to hear the end of this now until April 31st or April 30th, whatever the last day of April uh, is. May. You won't hear it until May. <laughs> right, I'm well. already like, I'm already like, yeah, I'm almost 33. I mean, I still have how many months? I've been um, saying that I've... since like November. <laughs> Four months. You have four months. Yeah. Since November, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be 33 soon. <laughs> like, it's already my birthday. And it's, like, uh, such an insignificant number, too. It's, like, not 40. It's not 30. It's not 35. I know. It's 33. It's 33. I know. But for some reason, it makes me – it's, like, I don't know, having an emotional response. Like, wow, I'm I'm actually an adult now. At 33? You, know? you didn't go yeah. away at 30? No, I didn't. <laughs> Nope, not 30, not 31, not 32. 33, something about it's making me feel like I'm in this. Like, we're here. It's adult time. Girl, I don't you've know. Been, you've been there for about 12 years, but I'm not going not gonna to burst your bubble oh, right I now. Don't know. I don't know about that. I was a little ratchet running around like a crazy person. For According many to law, you were in the adult world 12 years ago. That's true. I was definitely technically no, 15 more, years ago. Yeah, since I was 18. Mm-hmm. you know maybe but, you're just psyching yourself out because it's a three three maybe or you know it could be because i'm feeling like nature calling i need to make a decision soon it feels like girl it's too it's i know there are studies now that you can be 41 and having children that's now, true so. i don't want to wait that long but i do know really, there's time but i'm still like feeling the pressure no one's pressuring me though it's a weird thing but i'm feeling it from somewhere yourself it could be because everyone i know is having children that could be it too i mean there is a little bit of a timeline but i think it's becoming less yeah serious now in this age because there's plenty of options and actually there's i think it depends now on you as an individual and um your number of eggs and all that stuff so that's true i think you got some time that's true it'll happen don't worry i do plan on getting all that stuff checked though this year I we recently got insurance. I'm like giving I'm giving up my left arm for it. But (laughs) if something bad would happen, I probably wouldn't be able to like get something bad happened. You'd be giving up two arms instead of one, and maybe like half a leg too. (laughs) Probably your entire body. I'd be I'd have to like file bankruptcy. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know? Just for an accident. Just for, like, tripping on the stairs. Yeah. Bankrupt. Basically. Um, yeah, don't blame you. But it's a good idea to get it checked out, for yeah, sure. And, yeah. But also take our approach of life as we've been preaching of like things work out as they will and as they're meant to. And the more you stress out about it, the less you're allowing yourself to actually yeah. have those things happen too. Cause stress can really prevent things in your life. If you let it. Don't I know it. That was like the Don't last two, that was like last two years of my life. I'm like ready to let that shit go. But yeah. But yeah, that being said, that random tangent of my age, uh, this week was great. <laughs> At the time right now, when we've got until her birthday, if we can calculate how many weeks that is and how many episodes left, we'll start the countdown. Get ready. It's so it's Aries season. What um, should we do for your birthday? Oh, I don't know. Something fun. I'll have to come back in town for it, which I will. Yay. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't really had any fun, surprisey things or exciting things for my birthday in a long time. Well, 33. To be honest, I'm always on a trip though. Like around my birthday, I go on a trip with my company. So that's kind of like my own birthday present to myself. But but still, I'm like, I still want to celebrate in another way. I want to keep celebrating. Um, But yeah, we had this weekend, I had a coaching event on Saturday and um, I got to meet one of my clients in person. So that was really exciting because we've been working together for like six months Mm -hmm. um, online and she's lost 44 pounds and Mm. she's doing fantastic and I'm so excited for her and her progress and she's just feeling really good. So um, I just – I don't know. It's not even like about the weight of anybody that I work with, the weight that they lose. It's more about their mindset that inspires me the Mm -hmm. most when they're like – it's just that light you see in people when they're like taking ownership of their life again and just like it starts with your daily habits, you know? Um, and it's just, yeah, it's just awesome to see people light up because they're like doing what they said they were going to do and mm-hmm. feeling really confident in their skin. And it's just, that's my favorite. So it was really great to see her and be able to give her a big old hug squeeze her face off and work out next to her in real life and see her crush it. It was awesome. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So that is that your did you just inadvertently do your fuck yeah for the week? Uh actually no, but that could be my fuck yeah. <laughs> because yeah. it was a really You're allowed big... to have two fuck yeah this week. <laughs> Go ahead. I'll, I'll I'll allow it. Okay. Should I just roll right into it? Roll with it. Girl. All right. Roll in. Well um... I actually, <laughs> it, it took me a while to figure out what I was fed up and fuck yeah about this week. I know. It was, I I, you were like, <laughs> are you still thinking? I'm like, yeah. I was, I was like, damn, seriously. I'm like digging deep for this one. Meanwhile, I'm just here rolling with it. I know. Rolling. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I'm pretty fuck yeah about some upcoming travel. Um. I'm going to Utah next month and then going to the Dominican Republic. And then I'll be signing up for a trip for next year to Riviera, Maya, Mexico. So that's all like been in the works this week. We've been looking at like travel plans and tickets and all that kind of stuff. So that was definitely something that I was getting really excited about this week. Yay. Get yeah. your beach body ready. Yeah. 
No pun intended with the company that you work with. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> I actually did not intend that, but it worked out. <laughs> so what about um, you? Good. What are you? Um, I mean, we're going to start with the positives today. Yeah, we usually we start with negatives, but. Yeah. Oh, well, we can go backward. We're rolling with it. <laughs> I'm going to do that the whole episode now. <laughs> As you drink that giant gulp of water, you almost spit it out. <laughs> it's dangerous. Oh, God. Um, I'm excited for travel, too, mainly because I get to go to my favorite city in America again this weekend. Ah, That's so exciting. I get to go to New Orleans. Um, so exciting. Any excuse to go there, I go. This time I'm going for work, but I get to go a little bit early, which means... Um, my brother's flying in. I'm flying in. We're going to take a day to hang out and visit all our favorite bars and restaurants yeah. and then get to work on Monday and Tuesday. But Saturday and Sunday are kind of our kick it and NOLA days. So it's going to be really exciting. Um, Sweet. It's nice. It's nice that we're finally in a position to like actually have work trips. It's been six years <laughs> of building and yeah. now we're taking on you know, new trade shows. This is our first time in the home inspection market. So it's kind of our first product revealing to that industry. And uh, yeah, we're going to see how it goes. But I'm supposed to go to New Orleans until Tuesday. And then I'm supposed to, shoot me now, fly up to Chicago on Friday to see a friend from Friday to Sunday. Um, but knowing me, I will change my mind last <laughs> minute because I'll be tired from New Orleans or something else. But yeah, as of now, I'm traveling really for the next 10 days nice as per usual right yeah it's that what it's that travel life uh that travel life but i'm so excited for new orleans um, i love that city god my favorite restaurants i get to eat at pesh i get to go to barracuda which Ooh. is an amazing taco place i'm gonna i'm gonna have to get a list from you because i'm going in july oh i, I have an entire email document Ooh. of restaurants bars and sites okay Fully built out with my brother's expertise also built in, and we send it to anybody that asks if anyone listening wants New Orleans referrals. Hit me oh up. I'll email it out. Yeah, it's a super helpful, like all the local spots, all the best places to go that are not super touristy. Because most of the places you Yelp yeah. that have great reviews, it's all tourists, and you don't really want to go there. And funny enough with New Orleans, like New Orleans is great for New Orleans food, mm -hmm. but some of the best food I've had is not new orleans style food it's not creole cuisine uh -huh. but it's so good because it's done in new orleans and it would never be as good done outside of new right. orleans which is really weird but like the best i'll send you to shia which is the best hummus and peterborough of your life like the best and it's higher end not price wise but it's higher end mm -hmm. modern vibes it is ridiculous um sweet anyway I could rant for hours about New Orleans. I won't. That's so cute. But yeah, that's what I'm talking yeah, about. Awesome. I love, I love that. I love um, when you get to travel to places that you actually like. <laughs> that's always oh, exciting. Yeah. It's, really, it's just a city that makes me happy and I feel comfortable. And I always come back there like feeling pretty refreshed and connected. So I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, and I love that you guys have a document that you send with all your stuff and that you guys made that. It's so freaking cute. Um, oh, yeah. Well, because, you know, my brother owns a house there and has lived there for years. Like, we're very 
I've been going there since I was 16. Um, does so 14 years. Where about does he do Airbnb on the house or? Uh, right now he's renting it out long term to someone for the year, but it's in the Garden District. Okay. Um, I would not recommend doing Airbnbs in New mm-hmm. Orleans. They're more typically more expensive. I'll talk to you okay. after. I've got some. We we have Marriott hookup. I'll oh be, yeah, I'll give you. Yeah, money. I have. Yeah. I want to like stay in a house with a couple girls or a place. Um. Oh yeah. So yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about cool. It. Um. So what are you or do I? You want me to go with my pet up? I mean, you can. Okay. Though. I'll try to make it quick. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm fed up with trolls on the internet. Uh haters, people like trying to bring clouds over other people's sunshine. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> trying to rain on parades. Wow. You just sounded like you're writing a nursery rhyme of trolls in sunshine. Should we call them gremlins? Gremlins. Them gremlins. I love that. Little love gremlins. gremlins. <laughs> like on the keyboard, like <laughs> <laughs> They're actually kind of cute, though, so I'm not really like opposed to the. Them. What are the What are they called when they turn after midnight? Gremlins. Are they still gremlins after midnight when they get scary? Yeah, I think, they're, or whatever it is. I don't know. I don't actually know. Should we Google that? <laughs> here, let, let me. Hey Siri, hey Siri, what are gremlins called after they turn angry at midnight? Just as gremlins. <laughs> okay. Mogwai. Oh. Oh. They were mogwai, and then they turned into gremlins. Okay. See, I thought mogwai was just that one specific Like its one. name? Its yeah. name. Yeah. Oh. No, a mogwai is a small creature from the Orient. <laughs> <laughs> look, at, look at this face. Aw. So Aww, cute. They're so cute. They look like little yeah. old men with giant ears. They're so cute. Okay, but, anyway. Gremlins yeah, on the Gremlins, internet. man. Um, so I... Why? Did it happen? Yeah. Uh, it. So oh. this guy, I did a post about like starting on medicine for anxiety. Oh, yeah, and uh, this one guy said something. I don't even remember. That's how much I care. Uh, he said something about me. And I just like delete and block him, you know, because uh, I over the years, I mean, I've been sharing online for like six years. And so like I built mm-hmm. a thick skin, but other people, it, when they do it to the people I know, it really bothers me. Like when I have clients who are sharing their journey or like coaches you know who are starting their online business and stuff like that and they're like getting vulnerable and they're putting their their life out there they're putting themselves out there and other people have the balls to like belittle them or hate on Mm -hmm. them or say mean things or just like crush try to crush their dreams and it just bothers me when people are just like mean to someone because they want to do something that (laughs) makes them feel good um you know what I mean So I was thinking about it today because um, I was thinking about how when I first started sharing online, how people would make fun of me, like talking about how I was using hashtags and like, you know, posting again, like I used to post multiple times a day and stuff like that. 
or, or like sharing before and afters and people would just like talk shit. And if I would have let them get to me, I would not like be where I am today. I'd still be waitressing. I'd still be in college. I'd still be like not living the life I want to live. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's just I it drives me crazy when people do that to other people. And if they aren't like strong willed enough, they'll just like let them take them out of their dreams. And that pisses me off. <laughs> you know so yeah it's hard it's but it's one of those things where it's probably even better to just not even like the minute you sense that it's one of those just don't even read it yeah i mean exactly you don't and what's so funny is like we could get 50 positive comments or whatever messages and like Mm -hmm. one negative message you know and Mm -hmm. And we always hung Yep, and we let that shit eat at us like freaking like a bacteria or something. (laughs) It's a bacteria of the mind. But you just got to like, if that ever happens to you, someone who's listening, like just delete it and block them. Like you don't need that kind of shit in your life. Think about if it was in person and someone said to your face something mean, which most of the time they don't. Usually (laughs) – I would have field <laughs> Usually they don't because people like all of a sudden are brave behind the computer screen. But like if someone were to say something mean to your face, you wouldn't like let them hang around. Like let's say they're in your house. You wouldn't let them hang out in your house. Right. You would be like, bye. What did I do last year, Amanda, at the end of the year for quite a while? <laughs> like all through the summer into the into the you fall. let them stay in your house. <laughs> In the winter, I mean, sometimes you let someone hang around That's true. being mean. That's true. Because um, you kind of turn a blind eye to it, make excuses. I think that, yeah, you're right. That was, I mean, yeah. I'm kidding. Obviously. I see what you're saying. Like, you can't, yeah, I, I mean, kidding. people do. Like, you can. I mean, it would be weird if you were just like, okay, get out of my house. <laughs> but if it was no, someone no, you didn't I mean, know, I, making- I don't know. I was inadvertently mocking myself of like I'm the only person that actually kept them <laughs> in my house. Regardless, you were like, sure, <laughs> no, sure. I might have been the ex- the exception <laughs> to the common sense rule of uh, just ignore them, walk away, don't even show reaction yeah. either. I think that's key. The minute you start showing response to that kind of stuff, you're feeling the fire. Whether you that's stand true. up for yourself or not, you're still feeling their fire. So it's best to zero reaction. Yeah, walk away. Yeah, and always go back to, like, checking your own intentions. It's always, like, if – if because sometimes people will say something and it, like, plays on your doubts about yourself, you know? You got to, like, self-reflect and be like, okay, is this true about me? No, it's not true about me. Mm -hmm. Screw this person. (laughs) But anyway, yeah, yeah, that's that's mine. That's a good one. What about you? Thanks. That's a really good one. Um. Okay, it's not really a general thing, and I'm not really fed up with it. I don't really. It's kind of a negative thing, but I find it funny. So I'm more like "fuck off," but in a funny uh-huh. "this is ridiculous" yeah. way. If that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> I got a message on Instagram, also through email. So this person not only messaged me on Instagram, but also messaged uh-huh. me via email. They got a hold of my email address, I guess, through my Instagram. I'm not sure. And um, 
they basically resent the same message in the email as a just a follow up, you know, like, oh, in case she doesn't check her Instagram messages, let me uh-huh. let me send her an email. <laughs> Not even asking, more of like a proposition of um, come to come to so and so place and I oh. will be your sugar daddy. <laughs> and oh my god, tell you what I did as a response. Because do you think I just turned no, away? No, you and probably like said it? you probably said something. I one hundred percent did, and you know what I did? It's even better. I played into it just because I was curious and wanted to see how the psyche of a person oh my in god. this nature works. I was fascinated. Like, okay, all right. This person obviously just like finds someone, reaches out. I'm going to have a conversation and see exactly what this all entails, just so I can get a little insight uh-huh. into this world. So I wrote back and said, okay, now what exactly does this entail? What is the location and how much? <laughs> oh, my God. Clearly, I'm not doing it with any sort of interest. More, again, purely curious. I'm like, I mm-hmm. really want to know how this world works. Oh, he wow. immediately came back at like within 30 seconds. Obviously, he was waiting by Instagram with his location. 300 no, oh $900 a week for one to two interactions. Interactions. And do you know Sexy what I mean time. by interactions? Yes, you do. <laughs> I'm not going to say. It. Yes. Oh, my God. $900 a week for one to two interactions. Wow. A week. My response back was, so is this like check, <laughs> cash, PayPal? You like, is this something you file taxes for? Because that's, you know, 3600 yeah. a month. It's enough to have to yeah. file taxes, obviously. Um, he kept going, kept responding. Like he, he's 100% serious. I obviously stopped responding after that because I was more just curious about what the financial gain might be of having. So was he like an old dude? Who was this guy? He didn't have a, I don't know. He has one picture of a Corvette on his Instagram, and then like the profile picture is his face. Oh, that sounds that's sketchy. I'll send that you. That sounds the real so sketch. Yeah, it's either somewhere where you're yeah. gonna show up and you're gonna die, or you're gonna show up and really get paid nine hundred dollars. It week. sounds like sex trafficking. <laughs> I mean, it's basically prostitution. Yeah, with consent. But the thing is, here's what I'm curious about. If you can afford to pay someone 900 bucks a week, what is so wrong with you that you cannot get yeah. a girlfriend? And why right. do you not want one? It's actually cheaper. It's actually easier to have a girlfriend. You're, you're going to save money by having a girlfriend because you don't yeah. have to pay her 900 bucks a week. I mean, you got to pay for dinners and things, so I suppose overall it adds up. But Yeah, still. I have questions. I have so – well, now you know why I continued the conversation <laughs> yeah. purely out of curiosity. So if this person's reaching out, I'm going to ask some questions, sir. I want to understand. Oh, my gosh. Work. I mean, we could – maybe we should ask some more questions. Yeah. Just so we can talk Well, I feel like this is the new dick pic. Like, you know, I get it messages. Kind of hey, you want to be – I want to be your sugar daddy. I'm just like, delete. <laughs> and most of the time I delete them because I'm like, this person doesn't have any money at all yeah. to even be a sugar daddy. But for some reason, I was really curious, and huh. he legit does. For yeah, okay, so weird. for some reason, I have like this f- 
like thought that if you are extremely wealthy, you have to be good looking. I don't know why I feel this way. <laughs> um, I agree with you, or you at least have to like you have some charisma. Yeah, have good maintenance. Yeah, you have some good style. Like, there's going to be something attractive about you. Except though, look at like Nick Zuckerberg and Mark Bill Gates. And Elon Musk. Yeah, like, but none Elon – okay, so like Elon Musk is a genius, but he has charisma, doesn't he? He has charisma. I mean, he puts it on for interview. It's hard to say. We don't know him personally, so I'm always skeptical of anybody I don't know personally. I mean, yeah, I guess. Like you have to be – or you have to be a genius. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to Google a picture. He's not – Musk. I yeah, think he he's not like – he's not ugly. I don't know why I feel this way, but I feel like you have to because okay. you have to own a business. You have to have some sort of like what's about you charisma something because you're generating income and connection with people to make that income. Right. Um, what what is he? Who is he dating? Probably a supermodel. <laughs> no, she's oh. scary looking. He's scary looking too, actually. It's a musician named Grimes. Oh. Look at her face. She kind of looks familiar. She looks like a vampire. <laughs> like, wait, what oh. is this smile? Yeah. She looks familiar for some, but she looks, she's definitely looks, she's got a different style, that's for sure. Why does he look Asian? I don't know. Elon Musk. What it, what is his nationality? I don't even know. I don't know. I don't think he's. But anyway. Okay. Anyway, he's probably not a good no, example. No, he's not. He's not that bad. Looking. He's not. He's okay. Like, I don't think he's attractive, but he's not bad. Um. No, I agree with you. There is definitely a thing in my head of like, if you are wealthy or well off, you should at least. Have yeah, something because you have to work with people, right? I mean. You do, but you also have the money to take care of yourself. So even if you're not that facially good looking, you can at yes. least like put on a and nice suit or something. go to a yeah. gym. And most successful trainer. people do yeah. take care of themselves that way, like take care of their health because they want to live long enough to keep their money. <laughs> I mean, right? You don't want to just like eat yourself into the grave at an early age. Um no, you would hope not. Usually that's a sign of other underlying issues. So, yeah, I agree with you. I think this is kind of like the new new dick pic in a way. Yeah. Um, but I was really into responding just so I could dig in and investigate for us all. I love it. On this so if, it, if you have more feedback, give us updates on the next. <laughs> oh, we're going to get some questions to send yeah. these persons. We'll take it. Far, as far as I have to go before I actually have to meet the person. And then you have to like block him. Is he local? Mm-hmm. Or to wherever? Um, I think there's multiple oh. destinations involved, but Florida being oh. Florida being one of them, yes. Okay. I'm assuming because oh, that was the location Ooh. he stated. Well. No. Good. I know you're not, him. but. <laughs> <laughs> I see your well, wheels turning. I like, do. Wait. I watch. <laughs> I do. I'm like a crime junkie. uh, So I listen to a lot of crime podcasts and like watch. No, I don't. But like, that's where my head goes. I'm like, okay, don't don't let him know where you live (laughs) or where 
any city you live in or I don't know. You know. No, no, no. Definitely not. Um there's it, I, did you ever watch the show the the cool girl I think it was called or the oh god what was it called? I don't think Oh, no. There's one about cool girls. I think it's on Hulu okay. or Amazon. I don't think Prime. I've seen that. It's a really good show. I'll think of the name and I'll, we'll put it in our stories, but I'll send it to you. And it's you okay. have to watch it. It's really, really good. Yeah, I'm like obsessed with crime shows, but yeah. I don't want to listen to a podcast that <laughs> that has you on it. Okay? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. Thanks. Uh, let's stay it. on this podcast. Okay. <laughs> yeah. This one only, and I'd like to stay breathing like, for the next at least days. <laughs> at least. Let's just start. Let's no more. high expectations. That's okay. fine. No high expectations in 2020. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, oh God. So yeah, my intuition or my gut told me to investigate, find out. <laughs> And uh, here we are talking about it. So, speaking of intuition, yes. um, last week we talked about how hard mm-hmm. it is to make a decision. And I just want to preface this whole thing with I really experienced the difficulty of making a decision about going to Philly, so much so that, Amanda, I was texting you from the airport at the gate at the point where they were literally paging me as the passenger because I was the last person to get on the plane, asking for where I was, and I was literally standing around the corner, just standing there like, (laughs) I don't know if I want to get on this plane or if I don't want to get on this plane. Like, I didn't know what to do. I could not decide. I think my gut was Mm -hmm. screaming at me not to, but I totally ignored it and went anyway. And I'm glad I did, but... I think that was my first real moment of feeling yeah. genuine intuition. Um, well, that's because I even when I got on the plane, I had like a weird, not emotional feel. Like I wasn't going to cry, but I was almost like it felt depressing. It was weird. I wonder. That's interesting. I wonder if it's because your intuition was saying one thing and your brain was saying something else. And then I just got so exhausted. <laughs> yeah. that I was like, I'm you're like. Cry. And I never cried. Yeah, it was it was a weird moment. So um, I thought it'd be cool. We think it'd be cool if we talk about intuition today. Yeah, because we were kind of talking about it last week, and we're like, let's look into this a little more because mm-hmm. I really think like our decisions. Because we were talking last week, like, how do you make a decision? How do you know what's the right decision? And you know, we said there's not necessarily a right or a wrong. But right. we do have like an inner compass. Um, yeah. Well, there's always that phrase too of go with your gut. Yes. Go with your gut. Which my girlfriends will tell me a lot if I'm unsure about a guy I'm with or whatever else. They're always like, go with your gut. I'm like, well, my gut is drunk. It doesn't know what it's saying. <laughs> so I think it's um, the biggest issue for everyone, I think, is learning how to actually identify what your gut is telling you. Mm hmm. Um, because your brain can really overpower it. And I think vice versa too. Right. So, yeah, I think it's probably mastering the skill sets in order to really identify intuition in the moment when you need it most and then making your decisions based off of your intuition. Yeah. As well. So, yeah. And then also I think like 
having a set of values or a set of standards too helps a little bit because you can like check in with that, uh-huh. you know, because that's something that is analytical mm-hmm. that you set for yourself that you could be like, okay, well, I can check in with this. And that might I be agree. something that yeah. can help too. But maybe those standards and rules, I've experienced it more this year now of having certain rules of like, I don't make effort for someone if they don't make effort for me. Right. Especially in dating, like first, they need to make the effort first kind of thing. And I wonder now, though, if you start to really believe in those rules and conditions, if your intuition starts to kind of dictate itself, base itself on those rules that you've established, if you see what I'm saying, like maybe it's not. I feel like it's a double-edged sword. Your intuition helps you develop these rules and standards, but then these rules and standards you implement then kind of influence your intuition, I think. I don't know if they're so cyclical, if it's like so connected, but I'm starting to think that they both, decision-making and intuition are both influenced by one another. It's not it's not just a direct um, I to D or D to I intuition to decision or decision right. to intuition relationship yeah. that's i know and it's that's ugh. it's like I know. so we can go really deep with this whole yeah it's so like confusing sometimes but there are certain things that you can do to kind of deepen that relationship with your intuition or your gut mm-hmm. or your higher power or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I think it's probably the most common times people, I think women especially, want to tap into intuition is when it comes to eating mm-hmm. and eating intuitively. I think that's a really difficult one. Um, I think your brain can really overpower us a lot of the time with, you know, our body and is craving something and we want to eat it, but our brain is telling us no. And I think the trick there is to really take a second and Really listen to what your intuition is saying versus your brain because your brain's probably wrong. Yeah. That in that moment, right? Because food and yeah. food cravings is all very chemical imbalanced and oh yeah. Um, yeah, like when chemical imbalances. Yeah, like when you like we've talked about your gut brain mm-hmm. um before and like how let's say you had like a car bender or like a bunch of sugar, like after the holidays, you've had too, like not too many, but you're eating sugar and carbs more than you usually would, for example, Mm -hmm. that like turns on your sugar craving bacteria in your gut. And so like it tells your body, it's like communicating with your body, feed me sugar and you get sugar through carbs as well. So they're attached like a a cake and a piece of toast, like same thing like your body wants sugar so it's telling you you need sugar and so you're craving and you're craving well it also increases i think the dopamine or serotonin it increases something in your brain too that signals or suppresses your hunger um oh my god all the names are blanking with me right now but obviously eating sugar eating eating a lot of carbs without any protein to back it up yes it like turns off your uh satiated or sorry yeah um you're full, you're full, your satiation. Thank you. That's what the word whatever. I'm for. Turns <laughs> off your satiation and increases your hunger signals to where yes. you keep eating and eating and eating um, because your yeah. body is just set at that level. And it usually takes, I was just telling you that on Sunday when I was traveling back, because I hopped to flight Saturday, also hopped to flight Sunday after hopping a flight Friday, that like the healthy food options in the airport are pretty minimal. And I went to Whole Foods before, but I was like eating basically chips the whole day 
Um, to the point yeah. where like I'm on day two now of after traveling and I still feel I still feel that even though they were healthy, you know, there are bean, right. bean chips and um, chickpea chips and all those things like I'm still feeling that kind of carb craving. Yeah. Um, so now I focus back listening to my body. My body is now craving protein and it's craving vegetables and it's craving all the balancing out stuff to where, you know, I'm like really watching carb intake just for a day or two. It's I'm not saying like, oh, I'm never eating carbs again. I'm just watching it for a day or two, still eating carbs, but really right. like knocking them back down to really simple ones like brown rice. Um, mm-hmm. And also watching sugar. Like I usually eat a lot of applesauce, not eating it for the next day or two because I just uh, – sugar sugar, whether it's fruit or not, right? So right. yeah, I think it just comes back down to identifying what your intuition is telling you versus your actual – brain is firing off yeah um my grammar is all over the place today did you notice that that's okay i can't form complete sentences (laughs) the carb i didn't i didn't notice it sounds okay to me but i'm also like in a stupor you're also in a Uh, a carb hangover (laughs) whatever hangover who Um, even knows so yeah let's talk about what what i think we have what seven ways we can tap into intuition yes okay um so, do you want me to do the first one? Yeah. So the first is to recognize when your intuition speaks. So I was talking to a friend about this like uh, not too long ago. You know, like there could be big things like knowing when should you get on the plane or not and you feel your gut like pulling at you not to go. Like mm-hmm. that is a strong thing, right? But then there's like the little things. Have you ever – like, I don't know, put something in the cabinet and felt like it was going to fall. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, no, it's fine. And then later on it falls, you know, yeah. like little things. Um, So it's those little things, I think, that we can start to pick up on. Okay. Like, like in a hunch, like I was saying, like you have a hunch with, about something or a thought. And then most of the time we're like, oh, no. I feel this happens to me all the time. I'm like, oh, I have this thought about something or or someone's going to do this. And then I'm like, no, no, they're not. No, they're not. And I just kind of shut myself down. And it's like really small things. But then, um, you know, I'm I'm just like, like if you pay attention to that, you can like build upon it if you recognize it, if that makes sense. Like if you see that thought, you like make um, – make the connection and allow yourself to feel that versus. Yeah. I think the number one most common feeling or recognizing it is anxiety, right? If you're feeling anxious about an event, I think that's, well, it's tough, but I think I wouldn't say necessarily about coming up to an event. Um, I think anxiety is normal if you have some social anxiety and things, but if you're, mm-hmm. if you're, I don't know, choosing whether or not someone should stay in your life or you're choosing the right job, and you've kind of already experienced both options of with this person, with this job, or without this person, without this job. And when you're sitting in the moment and you're trying to make that decision, if you're feeling anxiety about a specific decision, I think that's a good way to recognize that your intuition is speaking to you. It's a hunch. It's a thought. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think what you're saying is exactly right, for sure. Like You can have flashback moments. You can even deja vu sometimes, I think, can be your intuition um, playing tricks on you. So. Yeah, that's true. And sometimes, sometimes I will say like, yes, last week you mentioned like 
this saying, if you don't know, do nothing mm-hmm. at all or something like that when, when making a decision. And sometimes I feel like that that is true. Like certain things, if like in decision making specifically, that if we're like if there's two options and it's like causing this like turmoil in our brains, I feel like sometimes we have to sit with it for a while and let it play out. Yeah. Which to, is kind to of like figure out. Again, right? Yeah. <laughs> kind of. Like so yeah, I mean. Played with it. Yeah. I think sometimes even if you end up not making a decision, it does play out either way, but. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Sometimes it's okay not to make a decision if you don't know, if you're like not tapped into your intuition and you don't know what you want. It's okay to just like sit with it too. Yeah, I think so for sure. Um, Some people like to meditate. Yes. To help their intuition. (laughs) I don't. I'm going to be honest. Mm -hmm. I I don't like meditation at all. Um, For me, it doesn't. It doesn't help my mind at all. Like I'd rather go for a run or some crazy cardio session than. Yeah. Um, that's like my form of meditation because that's the only time I can really channel my focus. I think the problem with certain entrepreneurial minds or busy minds is meditation is like work. It's just more work. And it's, you know, I think again, it just comes back to not everything is right for everybody. And there's some people that really praise meditation, but I think for people like me who have anxiety and are always really busy and have 25 things going on, meditating is just an opportunity to continue to analyze these things and like mm-hmm. get stressed out about all the things I have to do after this 30 minutes I've wasted of sitting and being quiet. Like it just yeah. does not work for me. It does work for some people. Yeah. Um, and if, if you do like meditation, then, you know, sometimes just like five, 10, 15 minutes a day, um, to really kind of sit with yourself if you're stuck on a subject or trying to understand how you feel about something and just mm-hmm. sitting and visualizing it, visualizing what you really want, visualizing different scenarios. I think that'll help you tap into um, what you're actually wanting yeah. out of the situation. Yeah. And, you know, I was going to say like um, meditation is hard when it's like just quiet um, or like just music. I know for me, mm-hmm. what really helps me is like um, guided meditation. And okay. so I've been doing one lately. I'll send it to you just so you could check it out. No pressure. Um, but <laughs> just so I can have a little look see. <laughs> just take a peek because I'm the same way. Like my brain will go down this whole, I'll like think of all the things I've ever done, beat myself mm-hmm. up. Like I'll get stressed about shit. So, uh, you know, I need like someone to guide me through it or else I go like somewhere I don't want to be. Um, mm-hmm. And so when I meditate, mainly my purpose is to like visualize the life that I want to create for myself. That's really like it's a good thing. That's really what I want to focus on. So um, this meditation is really great. And it talks about like your vision and he talks the whole time and like keeps you focused and on track. So it's like you're not just sitting there going and spiraling even more, but it's, okay. I'll send it to you and um, you let me know what you think if you want, no yeah. pressure. But, but also like you were saying, like running a really good hit workout, if you can do that or like hiking, I know for me going on a long hike was like extremely cleansing um, a long hike where I'm like going uphill and I'm kicking my ass and I just like can't do anything but like breathe heavy and hope I don't fall off the side of a mountain. That 
was great for me. <laughs> I don't really have that here in Nashville, but um, so I don't know what I'm doing with my life anymore. <laughs> I don't find something new. I know I don't have that nature like I had in Oregon, but you know, I have my other that meditation and like music and dancing. So that's kind of what I do, but whatever works, whatever gets you connected to yourself. Well, I think meditation is, it's kind of like our next point of taking time out to listen to it. I think we can kind of skip over that one because I know we, I think it's the same thing as meditating. It's just like carving time out to really help yourself not be distracted by anything else in order to make important decisions. But for me, um, asking questions is so key. I talk to myself all the time anyway, like a psycho. Mm -hmm. So yeah, (laughs) I'm kind of like, okay, Shanna, well, if you make this decision, how would you feel? Okay, Shanna, if you made this decision, how would you feel? And I have like such a nicer voice to myself internally than I sound in real life. Oh, I Um, like it. Yeah. I like all of a sudden I get very, very calm and mellow. (laughs) Meanwhile, talking to you guys on here, I'm like a crack addict. Um, (laughs) No way. I sound like a crazy person on when I'm talking out loud (gasps) yeah I think it's important to sit and ask yourself like again picture both sides or how you it's not even even if it's not one side right it's just how do you feel about a person in your life or eating a certain thing I think it's really important to ask yourself two to three really important questions in order to really hone into how you're how you're feeling um and that's the hardest part right quieting your brain and asking yourself questions and being able to answer them without getting input from other people that is the key that is the key you know you have really tapped into your intuition when you don't ask people anymore what they would do and i'm so guilty of doing this still where i text you or my friends and i'm like wait what do you guys think the minute i stop doing that is the minute i've tapped into my intuition fully and i don't know if it takes years Maybe it's just eliminating and realizing like you have to think in more black and white terms and that's how life works. I'm not sure. Um, right. But I think the minute you start doing that is when you really you really kind of master intuition. Yeah. I mean, I do think sometimes it's nice to have out external guidance if it's mm-hmm. a trusted source. Very important. Sure. Trusted source. Um, like I – wouldn't want to go to someone, let's say I had someone in my family or someone I knew who was like a total bum at life. Mm -hmm. Like I wouldn't ask their advice. (laughs) You know what I mean? For sure. Um, But like when you, for example, when we were talking last week, I was asking you questions. I was like, how would you feel? How, like, what do you think? Oh, I (laughs) I was just trying to like ask you questions. I'm asking you. (laughs) But I was like, what would it be like? I don't know. I think, but I heard, I think it's Tony Robbins that says like your life is as good as the questions you ask yourself or Mm -hmm. something, a quote like that. Like, uh, if you say like, why do I suck? Your brain's going to come up with answers about why you suck. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So like asking yourself questions like specifically about what you want like if you say what do I really want your brain's going to look for answers to what do I really want you know so it's it's very simple with our brains like that to an extent I mean because then we could like go back and forth and spin out about different options but it's a good start yeah for sure um so 
Another one is to take immediate action. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, so I know for me, like, I, I'm really good at taking immediate action. Okay. Um, just because I know, like, let's say there's a decision you need to make. Mm-hmm. If you tap into your intuition, you ask yourself questions, you like have quiet time or hike time or running time or whatever to like connect to yourself. And then you're like, yeah, I'm going to do this. But then you just let it dissipate. It's what's the point anymore. And like you won't be building up that strength in your intuition and your inner voice because you're like ignoring it, if that makes sense. Um, Like you have inner karma, I feel like. (laughs) You know yeah, what I mean? I agree. I think so. You have to at some point just make a decision and go with it. And the sooner and the faster you do that over time, the stronger your intuition gets. Um Yeah. And then the more you like begin to believe yourself, trust your decision making, mm-hmm. because then you're like, Oh, I made a decision and then I followed through. Right. It's kind of like you kind of build that um confidence in yourself yeah it's like training yeah speed training yeah i think it's that and then you build trust for yourself too which is the most important thing if you don't ultimately the decisions you make are for you and you alone um whether they affect other people or not you still need to decide something um yeah i cannot talk today god you need to decide for what's best for you and regardless of how it affects other people how it may be looked at by other people, you have to ultimately just decide what's best for you. And I think the the more trust you put in yourself and um, the more confidence you put in yourself, I think mm-hmm. the easier it is to follow intuition. Because when you're worrying about other people's reactions and hurting other people's feelings, I think that's a really um, big influence. It really can mess with your intuition a lot. Mm-hmm. So trust is yeah. important. Yeah. Yeah. And then like if you're living your life and your feelings about yourself and all these things based on what everyone else thinks, then you're just going to be an empty shell. Well, you're not being you. And I think this comes down to your relationship, your friendships, your food Mm -hmm. choices, your work choice, everything. You have to ultimately just decide what you really want. Don't look at the societal norms. Don't look at what everybody else is doing. Mm -hmm. We need to all learn and continue to learn to be more individual. Um, yeah. And be okay with that. Like, okay, this person, again, if you're a vegan, okay, the person next to me is not. Guess what? Does it matter? No. Does it affect you? No, it doesn't. So don't, who gives a fuck? Like, just focus entirely on what you're doing. Put yourself in a bubble and do whatever feels right to you, even if you feel mm-hmm. like you're not the norm by doing it. If you're, if you're someone who prefers a relationship of polygamy, then not. I guess, you know, a lot of us may not be cool with it or feel weird about it but hey if that's what works for you that's what that's what works for you whatever just don't don't expect other people to be okay with it also on the flip side right like just trust yourself you gotta be okay with it you gotta be okay with it but you also have to be okay with the idea that maybe other people won't be and that's when you really trust yourself too is i'm doing what's best for me and i do Mm -hmm. not care what other people think yeah i mean like we're all living this life for the first time Nobody does it better or right or wrong. It's just like we're all figuring this thing out. And it's 
I was going to say something. <laughs> I totally I just forgot. <laughs> oh, I swear I'm not a stoner. <laughs> That's what it feels like. But I can't remember what I was going to say about that, but I did have one quick <laughs> tip about the <laughs> – it's gone. It's – bye-bye. Uh, but I do remember about something I was going to say about the diet or mm-hmm. like your your diet in general, meaning how you eat. Um, when it comes to new, uh, intuition, I think like we have to start with following something um, just so we can get an idea. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then you kind of like – build your wings and like fly out on your own little bird. You know, you figure out what fly works out for on you. On your own little bird or as your yeah. own little bird? On, on your own little bird. Um, and then you just like figure out what works for you. Cause like my body doesn't do good with beans. Other people's bodies do great with beans. Like my body doesn't like a lot of processed carbs. Other people are fine, but it just depends. You have to listen to your body. My body doesn't do good with onions. Other people's do great with onions. It's just, you know, you have to like figure out what works for you. And there is some trial and error, especially when it comes to intuition with your nutrition, because there is all those triggers, you know, especially if your style of eating is like the standard American diet of like processed foods, a lot of sugars, et cetera, et cetera. Um, All those things cause these flare-ups and cravings and disarray in the gut, like what we were talking about. And so you have to like cut those things out, drink more water. Like there's basic things that you can do to like eat cleaner. And then from there, you can go to like eating intuitively. But I think there's, you have to start with something first and then, you know, figure it out. Yeah. I agree with you on the onion thing, by the way. I'm the same way. Yeah. Onion and a lot of spices, like I'm so, I'm so thrown off. I'm still thrown off for like two days now. Yeah. There was onion and spices in the chips. So yeah, not not a fan. Good times. Good, good times. Time. Should have listened to my intuition a little bit more. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, I think the more we listen to intuition, the stronger we will be as bitches. Yep. So yep. we gotta say about that. And I feel like women are, are have like some intuition superpowers. We do. We just get all messed up and stop listening to them for some reason. Yeah. We started trusting trusting everyone else around us instead More of like ourselves. tapping in. Oh, I remember what I was gonna say. Oh <laughs> really quick. Okay. Um like we are all unique individuals and like we thinking that we have to be like everyone else or look to everyone else for guidance or like guidance on who we should be not just guidance in life because there are certain things you can get guidance from obviously from people who have done what you want to do but um guidance and who we should be as people you know like we're always not we but there are people out there always looking (laughs) for like who should i be what should i like etc and it's like we are who am i right and i've totally been there um, we don't need to go there right now, but I've totally no, been I there. I feel like that would be a really long story. Probably. For both of us. Yes. With a lot of <laughs> twists and turns. A lot of admissions and... of um, really embarrassing moments. Oh, yeah. Um, but, like, we have to come to our own and know that, like, we all came to this earth as unique people. We had to – we're, like, one in, what, five trillion sperm that made it? Like <laughs> – 
whatever the number I mean, is. I, I can't remember the last time I actually counted sperm, but I'll go <laughs> I'll go count after this and let you know. I'll report back on Just the grab, exact number. Grab your uh what is it called? I was going to call yeah. <laughs> and your I was going to call it a microphone. What is wrong with me? Microscope? Microscope. I was thinking microphone and telescope. I'm like, why can I think of what this is called right now? But grab a First microscope. Off, wait, can we back up a minute? How did you even know a rough estimated number of how many sperm? I listened to a lot of motivational talks. And oh, is that what you're calling them now? Motivational yeah. talks? <laughs> <laughs> you know, from like public speakers and stuff and it's definitely been said before like you it's like in a very passionate voice you're one out of five trillion people you matter i don't know people or not people i meant sperm they did say sperm that's what i meant but you're one (laughs) out of five trillion whatever it is sperm sperm who made it into a human i mean it takes a lot of work to become a human I mean, those sperm got to swim. They do. They got to work hard for it. And you were the one who freaking made it. <laughs> so At least one part of a man works really hard. <laughs> so be proud that you made it and grew into a human. You know? Well, anyway. We just gone. Um, I'm listening to my intuition right now, and it's saying that we need to wrap this episode up because I'm thirsty and dehydrated. <laughs> I need to go count my sperm. Yeah, let's that do I, don't, that. I mean, not my sperm. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Shanna, is there something you can tell us? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I did. I kid. I kid. Oh my god. Oh man. Yeah, it's time. It it feels like we're you know when you when you have like one a.m. chats that make no sense. That's what happened today. I wish we could tell you guys we recorded this high, but we did not. So imagine Sorry. if we were. That would be incredible. It would um, be. Maybe one day we'll, maybe. we'll do it for a quickie bonus episode. <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> anyway, uh-huh. on that note, guys, please click follow, subscribe to all things Girl Go Feed Yourself. Amanda is going to actually start posting consistently on our social media because she just has not felt like doing you know, that at all in the last month. You um, know, I do. I start that tomorrow, right? <laughs> yes. I swear. Yes. I actually want to do a post today. It's today Tuesday. Yes. I'm going to do a post today. Okay. Well, we will be posting Monday through Thursday. Please email us any things you guys want to hear, want to talk about, um, and respond to us on stories. We'll get a little more interactive with you. We've both been a little too busy, um, admittedly, but we're here. We're present. We're showing up. And we will continue to bring you guys some more interesting content over the next few weeks. Yes. Once I can get Amanda out of her days and get myself hydrated. Um, But yeah, that's it. Is there anything else? We were going to talk about the best and worst of 2019, but I think we're going to do that next week. Yes. Next week's going to be a shorter, slightly shorter, more bonus episode because I'm in New Orleans, um, Mm -hmm. but it's still going to be fun. It's just going to be like, 10 minutes shorter maybe 20 gonna be a quickie yeah. speaking of farming quickies um quickies are fun <laughs> we're talking a lot about sex today this is weird maybe we are going into a sex well guys just you remember, never know quickies are fun and also remember that we don't actually know but you don't either bye bye